Greetings, everyone. This is uh, Kevin at the podcast for me. Podcast for me. Podcast for you. Pikachu. Yeah, recording another podcast. Did it pretty late. It's uh, January 7, 2018. But within my criteria of one week at a time, because I consider Sunday to be the end of the week in my own timeline. So um, I'm just putting my thoughts out there one week at a time at a bare minimum. So I'm just trying to make sure that I get out there as soon as I can. Huh? It's been pretty busy, you know, people being sick, flu everywhere. Well, I'll segue into that later. Um, my kid's been sick. He got he got better and then he got sick again, and that sucked. And uh, and if you're new to this podcast and uh, you came here by accident or you know just by chance, yeah, this is a podcast that I made for myself. So I can uh, hash out topics and other things. I'm a nerd, so there's some nerd things I might be talking about. But that's cool, too. And uh, subjects we'll be talking about, we'll go over, you know, the news a little bit. You know, basics. And then uh, and then I'll go on a tirade on something. <laughs> Whether it be uh, society or why Destiny 2 is not a great game anymore. Something like that. But I haven't played many video games lately. Um... So without further ado, let's get into it. So I was reading on the news, you got the uh, iPhone battery. So in the news, what happened was, I guess it got leaked out that the iPhone company uh, slows down old iPhones uh, to compensate for the power drain on the battery. And uh, they could have just replaced the battery, but instead they just... uh, with a better battery, they could have instead of that, they 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 chose to just make another phone, a little bit more specs, and like so to cope with that, they're like, oh yeah, you know what we'll do now? We'll release a new battery, so it's like twenty four bucks. So if they had done this from the beginning, iPhone would have been what it is. It's basically you know you need a new phone, and so rather than making it slow, you just get a new battery. And for twenty bucks, instead of paying another th- a grand <laughs> for a phone. And what's weird about that is that's not even a subject matter. Like when you read the news and comments and everything, no one's really saying anything. In fact, everyone kind of knew that when a new phone came. So if you had iPhone six, iPhone seven would come out. You already knew that your iPhone would start to slow down, and you know it'd be shitty because you just knew that they did that. <laughs> So you'd buy another phone. You know, you'd rumor about it. You talk about it. Now it's in writing, you know, and um, that it's not really a big issue that they would keep doing that. And people just okay with it. They just keep buying iPhones, and now they'll just sell a battery. Now shit might blow over, and they'll stop selling the battery. And uh, I think they'll just keep releasing these phones, you know, grand at a time, if not more, iPhone ten and beyond. And then you would just buy the phone, unless there's more fan backlash, like, hey, what the fuck, why are you doing this? And then they'll release a battery, oh, here you go, fucks. But by then, they've already won. <clears throat> and are you surprised, you know, that a company would just, instead of charging you 20 bucks, they'll charge you a grand. That's, that, that is a symptom of something right there. A corporations got out of control, but we let it happen. And I bet... Like you would think, capitalism would come into play. Like, uh, oh, I don't like this brand, so I'll go somewhere else. Well, it doesn't because they've already cheated the system so long. Now they're just name brand. 
and like you can't see any other way and you probably would have went like at the time you're like fuck i'm not gonna keep buying new phones i'll just go to samsung well samsung kept the same business model so capitalism got hijacked they're just gonna keep put, pulling out crap and this is like a never before thing that's never existed before you got fucking motorcycles always they always heard in the background of my podcast I live in an area where people motorcycle for fucking reasons I can't comprehend. Anyways, where was I at? iPhones, yeah. You know, like, was it capitalism? Let me go back backwards here. Capitalism, that's why they do this. That sucks. They're just going to keep coming. Yeah, never before have they ever done something like this. So, So say you buy a Nike shoe. It isn't like until the shoe gets all worn out that you buy another shoe, but when, but when Nike, but like if Nike pulled an apple, what it would be is you're wearing your new shoe, and when they came out with a new shoe the next year, they would go into your house and tear your shoe apart. So, <laughs> so you're forced to buy a new shoe, you know, and that's what they were doing. They were just going back into the programming of the of the phone and making it dumber, you know, make it slower so it can you know last longer. You know, so here you got a phone that doesn't work as good as it used to. And it's, you know, they went backwards and did that. And so you're kind of forced to buy a new phone. So that kind of sucks. That's a new thing, you know. Buying something, you, it used to be when you bought something, you bought something and that was it. Now when you buy something, you're currently uh, still kind of renting in a way because it's only a matter of time before they stop your services for you to get a new phone. Why don't does why doesn't the SEC regulate that shit, you know? But whatever. Huh. And like people aren't gonna go and buy another product. They're gonna keep buying that product. They'll probably buy Samsung, but Samsung's doing the same fucking thing every year. And you know what what it what, what actually is happening is okay, so you have your iPhone one and say you have an OS and that what that is the operating system. Think of it that as a brain for your phone. And then they come out with the OS two. For the iPhone 2, I'm just saying this. They, it actually is more complicated than that, but I'm trying to make it easy for you guys if you don't know about computers. So they make OS 2. Now, OS 2 is on a bigger phone and drains up more power, but that phone can handle it. The iPhone 1, they're going to upgrade that OS 2 to OS 2. <laughs> and now that phone is dra- battery is getting drained because there's a bigger brain in there. You know, it can't handle. It's like as if I put, like, uh, Albert Einstein's uh, brain in your body, you probably get drained. I don't know, actually. Fuck. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what that is, you know? Um, yeah, that's uh, that sucks, man. The bad guys still win, you know, because, like, there's nothing bad happened. They just, they, 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 they're like, oh, shit, people hate us now, so we'll buy a battery. We'll, we'll, we'll sell bigger batteries. And that's just for now. They should have been doing that from the beginning. But, hey, man, if I was a company, a corporation that needs to make more profits than he did last year, fuck yeah. My choice between 20 bucks and 1000 yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to totally sell that lie and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, you got to buy the new phones better, and then your phone starts to suck. I don't know why. <laughs> and that is it on that. My next news story is swatting. Now, I covered this in my last podcast, but uh, this covered again. Some, uh, another swatting incident happened. I guess this happens a lot, but I guess they needed to write this news story. And what swatting is, is uh, say Bob 
hates Steve. So Bob calls 911 and says, there's a there's a hostage situation and all this bad shit's going down at this person's house, which is Steve. SWAT team goes to Steve's house and uh, scares the bejesus out of him. Now, <clears throat> what is starting to happen now is <clears throat> when the SWAT team rolls up on your house and you're confused as fuck on why the SWAT team is there, they start yelling at you to put your hands up and... What happens is sometimes the guys will go and put their hands down, maybe to show ID or anything, and they get shot. They get killed, and that's what happened again. And I, I can't emphasize this enough, man. Um, if, I, if I fucking put a gun to your face and say, put your hands up, and in my brain, if you put your hands anywhere down or if, I, if you flinch wrong, I'm going to shoot you, um, that sucks, man. That's a terrible thing. And uh, normal American people, when they got guns in their face, they're not going to be listening to you too well. So, I mean, I know, <clears throat> you know, it's not, I guess they're saying it's not the SWAT team's uh, fault because, you know, it was a prank call and everything. But, like, we're, uh, maybe the SWAT team shouldn't roll up and then shoot you, you know. And um, maybe they should come up with a way where, where they're screaming at a normal person that they can understand you because the guy doesn't know what the fuck is going on you know how in the fuck is he supposed to figure this out you know in case that they go to the wrong house it could be swatting it could be the wrong house but then when they go there they always do these horrible things like they'll throw tear gas in a fucking house or something like that you know um maybe they should change the training of the swat team you know or maybe not send the SWAT team. Keep them in their, like, places and uh, just send police and then the SWAT team. Maybe have the SWAT team on standby and maybe have police deal with these people. Or come up with some kind of an officer that are more people person and then bring in the heavy guns. Because the way we got shit working right now just doesn't work. You know, you just got a person telling someone what to do and they don't respect you. And so you're going to beat the respect into them. That's what we have going on in January 7, 2018. This is supposed to be the future, guys. The future. I don't feel like the future. Well, maybe it's a dystopian future. Yeah, there you go. Never mind. Disregard. Feels like the future. <laughs> and um, flu deaths. Uh, I read a couple of days ago. It was like 400 people, 493 deaths in all of America for uh, the flu season which is between i think october and march that's that's your timeline and people just been dying of flu now i know this people die of flu that shit happens there are 350 million people on uh, in, in america and only 493 people are dead Thirty-seven thousand people die of car accidents just saying you know give you perspective there that's just a car accident you know, flu is, I mean, it's nothing more like an It's just an accident waiting to happen. People cough. You get that shit in your fucking face. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face, people. But you read this in the news, and it's like a big deal. And what brought this up was I was having an argument with my dad. I was uh, He's talking about the news, and he, he got a lot of time on his hands, so he's always bitching about the news and uh, about you know, what Trump's done and what's going to happen, end of the world kind of bullshit. And I was like, don't let the news run you, man. I'm like, it's a bad source, you know. I'm not saying that's fake. I just said it's just there. Um, see, that, and that hijacked the conversation. The news isn't fake. I mean, some of it is, but not all of it. Um, it's just, 
It just has bad narrative. That's all. Uh, they're trying to they're trying to get you to look at stuff. No one's going to look at weather's nice today. Weather is terrible. People are dead. People are going to look at that. I don't know why. I don't understand the concept of why people do this, but we only click on the the news that's crazy you know like people dying or i'm 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 a party to it too like there's a lot of more news stories but i don't share them because it's rather it's it's it's, it's rape or killing or some shit like that and this is something i don't want to spread that's me being conscious of it i only bring the swatting up because it pushes my agenda of like maybe the police should chill the fuck out but um and i'm not like a big anti-police guy i just I just think now that it's been, uh, there's light shed. I mean, it just seemed like they're more of a, an abusive force. Maybe they should be trained more, you know. More of it should just be training. It'd be nicer to people. I mean, it's not like a guy named Steve going up to a guy telling him to get on the floor. It's a police officer. Have respect, you know. And police officers should respect the person they're talking to. It's a thankless job. You know, I know some police people, man. They're cool as fuck. But it just sucks, man. You go into that territory where you just have to be a dick, you know. Bummer. Anyways, I was like telling my dad, hey, man, you got don't let the news run you, you know, because what they do is they create a headline, you know, you know, Trump kills people or some shit like that. And then you read the headline, you read the article, and it's really just like Trump does this and acts that with a bunch of people doing this and that. And these people end up dying. He didn't really kill anybody. He just, a bunch of shit just happened. He just so happened to have his name in the forefront. And uh, the headline reads different, you know? Like, video, video game violence kills people. And then you go and read the article, and it's like one out of a million people kill people because they were playing video games. You know, although they came from an abusive home, da da da, da it, it, they push a narrative with these headlines. You know, so you just go you scroll down the headlines, and you're like, what the fuck? And then he, then he rebuttaled with, uh, well, I read newspaper, which is a lie. You don't read another newspaper, but it's the same thing. Those are headlines, big bold letters. You know, it's always been this way that the news pushes a, an agenda. You know, to get more ratings or whatever, and that's all it is, really, and. uh it's like a chicken and egg kind of thing. What came first? People wanting to see violence or or violence is out there, and so people look at it. I don't know. But if you read the news, it really is, a, uh, like if you just count, like out of ten news articles, nine of those ten articles would be something violent or something depressing, like Trump did this, Sessions did that, you know. And most of it, like, is propaganda. And that is kind of propaganda in a way. But they're not lying. That's the thing. They're they're edging on that. See, they're not straight saying you know this and that. They they you use a headline to catch you, and then you, when you read the article, which most people don't, they read like maybe the first paragraph, um, has nothing to do with what they put. Like for instance, uh, when Colorado legalized pot, they had to have a salacious uh, news article. You know, the narrative of most people were like, yeah, pot's not so, so bad, but you have to be contradictory. So you have to say something like, oh, yeah, pot is bad. See? Boom. And they would say that there was car accidents have risen in, in Colorado or some shit like that due to marijuana. They, that would be the headline. Then you click on it, and it would actually be uh, something to the fact of these people had alcohol and marijuana in their uh, – system and then the thing about marijuana is you got that shit in your system for for months you know if you're fat but or weeks you know you could drink heavily 
you can smoke a whole mess of pot a month ago, drink heavily today, and then uh, crash your car because you're drunk driving. But when they test your blood, holy shit, there's weed there. So that's your narrative. You're pushing something. Like, for instance, uh, you, you, could, you could do that with anything, really. I mean, say uh, <clears throat> somebody punched you and you punched them back. And uh, your narrative, you know, you got violent, you know, but you didn't really get violent. You defended yourself. You could scope anything into whatever narrative you want. And the news really just does things about bad things like flu. 490 something people dying or some shit like that of the flu, you know. There's a lot of people dying of a lot of things more than the flu. They only report the news because they want you to be all scared of shit. And this, this shit gets dangerous because... Yeah, people are getting sick during the flu season because that's normal, and they flood the ERs. And that we're having that where I work. I'm a medical assistant, so you see that shit a bit. I'll be in there, and we'll see like 20 people, and out of those 22, we'll have flu. And that's a thing, you know. Oh, wow, they got flu. But the other 18 really came in there, and they had coughs. You know, <laughs> I got flu. They all say it too. I got flu-like symptoms. You ask them, what symptoms do you have? I have flu-like symptoms. And you go, what is that to you? Well, I sneezed. And I'm all like, well, sneezing is a symptom of the flu. Yeah, I guess with coughing and sinus congestion and, you know, body aches and fever. Those are the big ones. But you can't just come in to say, I have flu-like symptoms. But no one gives a fuck. They come in there, they go, flu-like symptoms. You test them for flu, they ain't got flu. Probably something else. Or cold. Oh, I got flu. Or how long you been sick? Six weeks. You're like, oh shit, I don't think that's flu. But okay. I mean, yeah, that's why, like, it it is a shitty thing, though, because now there are actual people that are sick or hurting, and you're burning up time talking to these people who aren't that sick who didn't need to come in. And that's just where I work at. I work at a family practice slash urgent care. Can you imagine the ER? that doesn't have that restriction you know like has everything so you got people broken car accidents like real like there are more people dying from a lot more things like car accidents than there are flu and those people are going in on the hospital all the time but now you're getting them flooded in with so meanwhile these doctors are getting you know potentially sick from people coughing on them and shit you know when they didn't need to be in there they just needed some liquids and just chill out and rest that's really what you need you know sometimes most times you just need rest and, and fluids you know but that's not the that's not the world that we live in we got to work hard produce so we can't take time off to be sick and uh, there's no way to mitigate that either because i've seen the, the evil that corporations are they'll They'll give you sick time, but you're not allowed to take it. And if you take it, they'll fucking hurt the other people that are there, you know, by overworking them and bitching them out for not getting shit done. Rather than understand that they're just understaffed. They'll even say the words, oh, I understand you're understaffed, but this shit needs to get done, you know. Sucks. And, uh. Yeah, you would think that people would be understanding, like, oh, people are sick, you know, but people aren't understanding at all. They fucking hate everybody. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're sick. Oh, how dare you not come in? Fuck, I worked when I was sick. You know, that kind of thing. And then when they come in, they're sick. They get other people sick. I don't know. But, you know, because of this news story, and this, I think it, it, it is the news that does this. People would just be rolling in, you know, when they, whenever they're sick because they think they got flu, 
you know. And that bogs down the healthcare system, meaning, you know, that person that needed that chest, you know, surgery or whatever the fuck got sick because too many fuck people flooded the ERs just because of the news. And then, you know, the news is bad. And I, I just, you know, and how my argument came out with my dad, I was, I was like, hey, man, I mean, I get it. That I explained the, the flu thing. I'm see, that's the flu. That's not such a big deal. And then... In his brain, he didn't process what I was trying to say. He goes, well, I pick and choose what news I understand. I'm all like, but the source is still the same. And I was like, see, you got a well. It feeds you. It, like you drink from this well, and 80% of it's bad, and 20% of it's good. You still keep drinking from that well. And then he, you live your life from this well. And he goes, he goes yeah, but I pick and choose what I read. And, do, 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 do. and I'm all like... Yeah, you're reading constantly these headlines that are bad. And, I mean, you ignore the ones that are good. This is who you are as a person, you know. But you just keep going to the, the source, and the source isn't great. It just isn't. Maybe I wasn't arguing my point good enough. But I just have to say, I mean, it's not about what parts of the, Like taking corn out of pieces of shit. It's a piece of shit. You know, I I would strongly try to avoid the news if it's causing you this much stress. You know, if you're only you're just zoning in on things, because that's what he kept saying. You know, it's like, uh, like especially the Trump stories. You know, and I go like, I mean, there's <laughs> there's him drinking soda. I mean, too much soda, watching too much TV. That's an article. And then there's uh, the very convoluted ones where he signs some executive order, and that's the headline, but then it gets voted out, you know, or some stupid shit like that. But that's all he worries about is those headlines with Trump. And he goes, I don't know what kind of news you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You fucking know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, man, what's up with that? There's no way to fix that either because that's just the way the news is, you know, and people keep clicking on it. And uh, I, I, I would I would challenge the news to actually just come up with stories that are just better than that. Like, hey, this is happening, this is happening. But why would you when people just want to hear about the bad shit that's going on and the things they can't change? You know, not about hope at all. There was a l Asian lady who made a battery that can last like a bunch of lifetimes, and I've never heard anything about that. If you can make a battery that can last a long time, should my cell phone not be the last cell phone? You know, <laughs> because of the battery. Just I'm just saying, you know, because you know the iPhone connection there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's it for news, I guess. Not much I wanted to talk about, unless I'm gonna be dr depresso uh so i listen to podcasts as well that's why i made a podcast for me and um this one uh mixed martial art mixed mental martial arts or mixed marsh it's a brian callen podcast look it up it's mixed mental arts or something you could look it up um it's on the soundcloud i think where i'm at i'm on the soundcloud too leave me a comment leave me a review something jeez <laughs> Anyways, and he was talking to, it was this, uh, Brian Callen. He's a com comedian and somewhat of an actor, you know. 
And uh, he's funny. I like that guy. And, you know, for a while, I listened to him on The Fighter and the Kid. That's another podcast. It's a real good one. recommend it. I listen to him on Joe Rogan. He sounds pretty smart. But if you listen to him on The Fighter and the Kid, I don't know if he's playing a character. But sometimes he just he seems like an old person who doesn't listen well. And sometimes he just sounds like he creates these intellectual traps for himself because he thinks a certain way and that's the way it is. He's the very person he tries to fight sometimes, I, I would say, because he's trying to fight this whole uh, thinking process, you know, like um, keep your mind open, not closed and things like that. But he does get closed-minded quite a bit. I don't even think he notices it. But on this uh, mental, mixed mental martial arts or dojo, I don't know. He was talking to Jordan Peterson. And then, it's been a while, but yeah, Marion Callen is a smart guy. I was listening to him. I was like, this is a good conversation, you know. Um, Jordan Peterson is a Canadian. I had to pause because I had to get some ibuprofen. (laughs) My head was hurting badly. Anywho, um, so basically, uh, what did I leave off? Jordan Peterson, he was a doctor of some sort. He's a teacher. He has a PhD in like clinical psychology, uh, uh, but mostly I know him as a professor and uh, a cultural critic. That's what they say about him. And he got in a bit of trouble because he wouldn't recognize. Uh, I guess it was like a hundred gender pronouns that he had to do in a school. Like so, you could be a boy, girl, uh, a girl being a boy identifies as a girl or some shit like that and he just wanted to identify you as a person you know and he thought that was ridiculous and then he uh, if you actually listen to him you know uh, he makes a lot of sense now he's too heady for me to explain a lot of shit that he does I mean he just uh, very he's a smart guy and as you listen to him you're like I get that I could see it but I couldn't parrot what he says I just couldn't but you get the ideas behind him. He's not a hateful guy. But he sees something that's happening and he's trying to fix it. And he, I feel like that myself. It's like people are jumping into these lanes and uh, they're just crashing into them without trying to understand what's going on. You know, like, you know, you, you, you say to yourself, like, I identify as a girl. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess if you're a boy identifying as a girl and that's who your identity is, you know, but if, if your name is Steve and your, your name now is Cindy or whatever, then he, he just wanted to call you by the name, you know, and, uh, for some reason people want to use their gender within their identity too. So, you know, Cindy, the girl or something like that. And uh, he was trying to fight against that in a way. He goes, why can't I just call him by the name? You know, that kind of thing. And it gets deeper than that. Um, a lot, it's very taboo kind of shit, you know, because nowadays you're supposed to accept everyone for what they want to be. And now it's becoming like, a, it's getting hijacked. And it's, it's almost like a power trip. You know, you just can't call someone Bob. You'd be like, Bob, can you come over here real quick? And then you go like, I'm not Bob, I'm Cindy. You're like, oh shit, man, dude, I don't know your name now. You just keep changing your day. Well, it's because I'm gender fluid. And you're like, fuck, I don't know. Shit like that. And then science came into play where people are like, you know, you know, boy and a girl, they're the same and things like that. And, you know, they should keep science, science. And then everything else, keep that separate. You want to identify that, so be it. But, you know, 
you know, re- the reproductive organs and your your genes, your genetics, you know, the XY chromosome. That's a real thing. That's science. You know, let that be. <laughs> I'll try to change it. But anyways, um, listen to Jordan Peterson. Pretty good guy. Um, a lot of people hate him, you know, that, that kind of thing because he's anti the narrative of the world right now. And um, I guess the thing that's been happening – I was listening to podcasts that were talking about this one thing. And this is a thing that you don't want pushed. Uh, talking could cause harm. You know, people are trying to turn talking into, like, not hate speech, but abuse. In the sense that if, if I say something and you don't like it, that could cause you pain. In this instance of, I like, go, oh, uh, we shouldn't have slaves. Well, that right there hurts my feelings and therefore you're causing me pain so therefore i can have i can you know if you're causing someone pain i mean you you know hold them in the court of law or something like that and it's it's not that you know it's not slaves they say something else like uh you don't believe that trump's bad you know or you don't believe obama was the best or you don't believe this you don't believe that that causes me pain or if you explain things like well, men and women are different genetically, you know, and that hurts my feelings when you say that because it's against what I know, that kind of thing. So he's trying to fight against that, and that's the thing that's happening now. And he goes, um, he 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 gave an argument for that. He goes, you know, I, I guess I. So let's just say that talking does cause you pain. So so be it. So the, I utter words, and it causes you pain in the sense that, you know, stress, and that stress causes you pain. And he goes, okay, got it. And then he goes, what's the time frame? And then you're supposed to ask, what do you mean time frame? Well, if you're about to <clears> – he <throat> doesn't use this example. I just boiled down what he was trying to say. Uh, if you're about to step in front of a car uh, and I yell at you, don't – hey, don't jump, don't do that, whatever – now, you may have stopped, looked at the person, and got stressed at them yet being yelled at, but uh, you didn't get hit by the car. And he goes, and he, and he went to a more extreme. He said something like, say you had a traumatic experience, and then you're talking about the traumatic experience. That's causing you pain because you're reliving it and all that. So you're causing pain. That's bad. And he goes, but you keep doing that after about six months, and you keep following the person they'll feel better because it desensitize. This is classic PTSD. He's a clinical psychologist, so the guy knows what he's talking about. Classic PTSD, you just keep, you know, trying to desensitize yourself of the trauma. Therefore, it doesn't cause you harm anymore. And, um, you know, not by, like, reliving it, like, physically, but, like, you know, going over it, writing it down, what happened, that kind of thing. And he explained time frame. He goes, how long? So it might be a thing in which, you know, you know, maybe I have a speech in front of a college about one thing and yes, that one individual needs a safe room or what what do they call those rooms where like you're just too stressed out triggered room <laughs> where you're just triggered and you got to you made me so mad for what he said <laughs> then you have to go to a room, a safe room or whatever. Maybe the thing the person was saying may hurt now but not hurt later because they might actually help you i take it to my kid you know i was i'm raising my kid everything i do think about when i'm raising your kid uh you you teach a kid something they don't like it you know especially if it's something bad like uh eating vegetables you know they fucking hate that shit and then but eating vegetables is good for you and then in the end it'll work and then 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 they be eating vegetables or um 
I don't know, eating all your food or eating when you're sick, you know, because you got to keep your strength or uh, working out, you know, or um, reading. Reading's another thing. I don't want to read, but you got to learn how to read, you know, because it'll make you more knowledge, more power, you know, you get older. You know, if, 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 if you worked at the direction of every time I talked, it caused harm, then nothing would get done. You can never fix anything. Everyone needs a, a, a thing. to. Anytime you want to improve yourself as a person, there's a struggle there that you have to overcome. That's just the way it is. Like when you go to a new job, job, you have to struggle in the job to get better at it. I mean, it's not like you roll into a job and everything's easy. And if you're that individual, I mean, more power to you. But that's not everybody. And everyone has trouble when they go into school for the first time or learning something, going to college. These are all hard things that, you know, that you you overcome. And that makes you a better person. And anytime you and, – and then same thing with talking. I mean, like if, if someone's having a speech of some sort and it hurts your feelings or whatever the fuck, why don't you try listening to them? Because maybe, maybe what they're saying may hurt because it, it goes against what truth you know of. But maybe it's right. Just like if you were to go talk to them KKK people and the people who are super racist. If you were just to talk to them and if they are applying the belief of it may hurt now as they're talking to me, but at the end of it, I'll understand. We wouldn't have any racism. You can go over there to Alabama or whatever the fuck, talk to these racist pricks and tell them, hey, man, everyone's created equal. And they'd be like, okay, you know, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't hate black people or whatever. You know, and then it's the opposite too. It's the very fucking opposite. The very people who are trying to preach tolerance. They're like, you have to understand my rights and my identity crisis and all that, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, I get you. So let's understand you. Okay. But if someone's talking to you about it and saying, hey, look, maybe. Maybe we shouldn't have 23 gender pronouns. Maybe we should have two, maybe three, if anything. And maybe you should listen to that person first before just judging them because unlike just like the KKK, if you're talking to them, if they just listened, they wouldn't be the racist people that they are because it just makes sense, right? And it's vice versa too. If you're trying to learn something new, someone's out there telling you something, you know, and you don't like it, try to listen to them first before you make the judgment. And maybe something will change. But there's something flawed in Jordan Peterson's uh, thing. Like I was, I was, re- I was listening to it. He goes, "Yeah, um, what's this one? Kicking in the nuts." Okay, yeah. The problem with that is you can apply that to anything to an extreme. He's talking about, yeah, if you keep living the same, like if you keep writing down your trauma over and over and over, you know, it'd be better you know, in the long run. So it's more about a time frame than anything. But, I mean, you can apply that to anything. If I kicked you in the fucking nuts, then you have to go to the doctor. And then you saw some nurse. And that nurse then became your romantic relationship, your lover. I mean, that was a good thing. A bad thing became a good thing. Just like if I won a speech about how I hate the 23 gender pronouns. You know, you may hate it, but then later on you've learned that that it's not such a bad deal. That, that's what he's saying, but I'm saying you could apply that to any logic. Like I hit you with a car, you live, and you uh, become a priest, the very thing you wanted to. You apply that to any kind of logic. So I just, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know. Um, that, that argument can only take you so far. But it has kind of like um, 
an old uh wise tale or, or a story of a of um like a, a monk or something like that i forgot how the story went but it was like the guy said the gist of it is like a guy saves this boy from a car accident and and then that's a good day but then the boy grew up to kill a bunch of people that's a bad day and the people that he killed was they they'll they would have given birth to someone who would have killed even more people and uh that's a good day so you know or you save a dog you know from from drowning and then that's a good day and the next day the dog bites a boy's arm and that's a bad day and the next day the boy tries to punch a baby but can't because his arm's bitten you know that's a that's a good day so just depends on the day you know whether things are good or bad so then you know that's a crazy thing that makes it like uh, what is good and bad you know it's, it's good now but it could be bad later but it could be bad now be good later food for thought that's it for my deep philosophical thoughts let's get into some nerd talk watch that uh movie coco with my kid and i have to say it made me cry man tears at the very end i mean i I couldn't stop man it was good good movie um it's a pixar movie so you know what's up you know pixar movies are like emotional jihadists man they just they they like to get you crying you know the movie's about um i guess i thought it was like a book of the dead book of book of life um ripoff but really it isn't so like this kid i guess like every year the day of the dead you get to if you remember your family you know you get to meet them up or some shit like that and he somehow he wants to be a musician his family doesn't want to be music people because back in the day um his great-great-great-great-grandfather ditched the family to do music, so no, no one ever plays music, and he wants to play music, and, you know, he goes through this adventure, and it turns out, you know, it's all about family and music. I don't want to get into the details of the movie, because I don't want to spoil it, but goddamn, it was that good. <laughs> Recommend it. But you know what? It's a one-time watch, I think, because I'll watch Wally again and again, but Coco, I think I'll only watch me once or twice. <laughs> that's what i think about that i'm watching uh this one show on the netflix called travelers and i watched that on a whim my dad wanted to watch and i'm like whatever so i started watching it and fuck i am addicted to this show hard it's on netflix so basically the premise is people from the future come from a shitty future so they go back in time and and uh the way they go back in time is their consciousness goes back in time they uh they take over the bodies of people who are about to die you know and so they have to live these lives and there's thousands of people doing this shit thousands of people from the future are going in to the past trying to save the world so they're all doing little things like one guy builds a bomb another team picks up the bomb another team uh 
blows the bomb up, that kind of shit. They got doctors and shit, and it's pretty good, you know. Like, meanwhile, it's, like, covert, you know. While while everyone's living their day-to-day lives, there's, like, the secret organization trying to work to save the world, you know, try to divert an asteroid from hitting the planet, that kind of thing. And it's pretty good, and a lot of little relationships. It's funny, too, because, like, they got to maintain their covers, like... So they go in the body of a person who was about to die. So they got to live that person's life. And one guy's a heroin addict, you know, and he's inside of his body. So he has his normal brain and intellect, but he's in the body of an addict. So he's constantly addicted to shit, you know. And then you got a you got a bunch of other people too. You got one lady who's uh, mentally challenged. So she talks like, yeah, you know, and but now she talks normal. She's a doctor. So that's kind of crazy. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And um, yeah, a bunch of other characters, but it's it's really good. You uh, really feel for these characters. One guy I like the most is um, this one guy. I guess he's an old person, like a real, real old person, that's inside the body of a young kid, like eighteen or seventeen. And I like how he keeps everything platonic with the, all the women, because he's so old. I guess I, I I can't see that, but I like the idea of an old person not being a horny guy, you know. Cause he's in the body of a 17 year old and he's like a ninja master or some shit like that he's cool man i like his carefree attitude i love characters like that i love when they have a carefree guy and you know just more mature than the next that's a good actor a good testament to that actor but that's that's a hard thing to pull because if you act like you're just too mature you seem kind of pretentious and a little bit of like i don't know fake but this guy really pulls it off i really believe this guy's carefree you know, he calls his dad Gary because, like, he's in the body of a 17-year-old, so he has a dad. His dad's a bit of a loser, <laughs> like all dads, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he calls him Gary. He goes, Gary, are you sure about that, Gary? You know, uh, there's even a, a touching moment in the second season where um, I guess the, the 17-year-old kid, the, the time traveler, he's like, he doesn't want to play football anymore because he's got um, like a mission to save the earth kind of thing. So he ain't got time for football. And this really crushes his dad. And um, so the kid, I, I guess he got shot and he's like recovering. And you hear the dad breaking down. And not because, uh, <clears throat> this reminds me of my dad, and not because the, the kid is in pain. It's because he's like, you're not going to be like, play football and, uh, i really wanted you to watch you play football and then it turns into a thing where the the, the young buck he's like yeah man sucks gary it sucks you know i think you're gonna get over this though you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna heal up and, and he's the one who got shot <laughs> yeah it's a good show not to say can't wait to watch it in fact after this podcast i'm gonna load up an episode and pound it through um I guess Black Mirror is the thing to do. I watched the first episode. Scary as fuck. Uh, let's, uh, let's see here. Scary Black Mirror is more like a Twilight Zone kind of show. Well, you don't have to watch any kind of episode in any particular order. You just watch it, you know. It's like a like Cheetos. Pick it up anytime. And the episode I watched, it was, uh, I guess, they came up with this video game <coughs> where... Uh, I guess you like, I don't know, I guess it's VR in your mind. And one guy, um, they take you through this one guy. This is spoilers, you know. You don't want to listen to this. I mean, if you if you don't want to be spoiled on Black Mirror Episode 1, then it sucks to be you. But uh, stop, let's watch this fucking episode, come back to me. 
but basically this is what happens he um what did he do okay so like it's about this guy uh he's on like a star trek kind of thing and he's living life in this thing and it turns out he's actually a programmer for for this game and um he goes to this uh he goes to work um and he's like the main the chief architect of the game but he's cheated like like shit you know and you're like oh fuck this guy sucks you know it sucks to be this guy and um he gets back into as soon as he gets home he plays this uh, game and he uploads another person in there and what he does is he he gets your dna and from your dna he can make a digital copy of who you are like everything and these people are real inside the vr world so for all intents purposes these people are like living beings inside of a computer you know and they have to wait for him to come and play the game and turns out every time he has a bad day he takes it out on these fucking people like fucks them up you know and that's what's scary like he has like ultimate power like he's literally a god in this world and um the way he treats these people is terrible he checks them in line and shit you know and uh, one of the new recruits is some girl who uh likes him in the real world but is in there too and is just freaked out just starts talking shit to him he removes her face you know that kind of thing puts it back because he's a god there and uh and it's funny because like you would think with vr and a dude you know you know yeah man he totally is gonna get with them girls no in fact he keeps this like pg pg you know these these girls men everybody androgynous they have no private parts when he goes in that world he goes in that world to do one thing is torture people and then get out that's his thing it's funny too because he's living out star trek episodes one of his bad guys starts dying right and he's all like he all he wants to do is die because he doesn't want to be there anymore he's all like hey i've been a good adversary right would you kill me and the guy's like no we at the federation don't do this let them live it's kind of scary you know it takes it to a new level too when when the guy's not doing the the traditional thing that you would think he would do you would think he'd be like raping and killing and shit like that but no he just removes faces and keeps you in this like pg kind of world you know and uh yeah man that's that's intense you know uh yeah, it'd be scary if that was real. If that was a real thing, like someone really was in control of all of reality, and you had to play out parts a certain way without even knowing it. It's rough. He turns one person into an insect, like a big insect monster. It's creepy as fuck. And that's it for that. So I wanted to end this podcast. Uh, I loved doing the top ten of stuff last time, so I figured out do the uh, top 10 anime of 2017 and uh, a lot of this anime I haven't seen but I'll try to help you out with it I love anime Japanese animation a lot of cartoons I like Dragon Ball Super I like um, Full Metal Alchemist and you know One Punch Man but here we go top 10 of 2017 on what site is this games plot it's not my top 10. It's another top. Game spot, I guess. It's random. All right. Number 10, Blame. Now, this is on Netflix, but it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool concept. I'm surprised they didn't make this into a TV show. Maybe it could be boring. But in the future, 
Um, yeah, they really should make movies out of this stuff. In the it's about a group of people. Maybe I should give you background. I really suck at these things. So in the future, I guess there's a huge city and it keeps creating. And in the city, there's like these self uh these robots that do certain functions you know clean the city and it treats people as a as infestation so all of humanity are hiding in little pockets of the city where no one can see them where they getting their food and water from the place so the whole city and this is like hundreds and hundred years in the future and the whole like this is how big this uh city world is it's like uh I think it's 27 AUs or something like that. And it encompasses the entire solar system and beyond. But it's a city. So you don't really know. So you're around this group of people and they're just fighting to survive. And they're trying not to get killed. And they meet, they, they come up with this. They uh, come up on to this one guy who has this weird gun, which is like a black hole gun. And um, they meet up with the AI that's trying to help them and as it turns out like the ai that governed making the city because the city would just make cities for people on its own converting matter into whatever it needed and it, i guess it one day saw people as infestation and just started getting rid of them to the brink of nothingness and what the ai is, is trying to do is uh this one rogue ai i guess there's several ais is trying to help people and trying to make them identify as a normal person like an av- like a like a person you know like not person but like a not th- what the fuck is this anime <laughs> what? What? i've never heard of this one recover number nine recovery of an mmo junkie okay i finished playing whatever they they try to reset the anime <laughs> try to reset the ai didn't work they find a little pocket and this little group of humans live meanwhile this other guy who's mysterious moves on to help other people all right here we go recovery of an mmo junkie what do you do when you're tired of your everyday office obviously you can't quit your just quit stop by the convenience store at home as far as will have it journey this is a finds herself an old MMO choice of her choice. So she doesn't start fresh starting the game. She decides a handsome character to set off. Uh, yeah, okay. If you're into that anime, Recovery of MMO Junkie. Am I going to read it out loud? Fuck no. Am I going to read about this? No. I guess this lady uh, jumps into a multi... What, what is MMO? Multi... Massive multi-online player game or some shit like that and uh oh shit i might give this a try i like these kinds of anime i like anime where they're like playing a game i don't know what that's about oh look my wife's doing some yard work weird uh yeah okay i don't know if i'm gonna look at that up probably not recovery of mmo junkie so i'm guessing she's recovering from playing mmo games yeah if you're into anime and you want to watch that anime you go for it all right, here we go. Number eight, Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron Blood Orphans. I was a fan of Gundam. It was pretty cool. Gundam means robot. <laughs> so in um, this anime, it's more about, like, again, these robot outfits, and they fight these wars with each other, and that's pretty cool. The stories always are always the same with these Gundam fucking flicks. It's uh, war is bad, and the reason why is because people die. <laughs> And so, and so, like, you always have characters that come to that conclusion. 
Model kits, iron blood. Uh, Welcome to shift new territory. Orphans, one slaves, now soldiers. Sounds depressing as hell. 50 episodes? Ugh. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Gundam, if you're into it. Number eight. Number seven. Uh, the Little Witch Ac Academia. Ugh, I'm over it. <laughs> that is about... Um, it's a kind of anime where little girls become witches. If you're into that, it's on Netflix. Ugh, who picked this top ten? I'm against it. I'm anti all this anime. <laughs> uh, what's this one? God, man, who, the f who has time to watch this stuff? Descending stories: Showa, Genroku, Rakugo, Shinji. Uh, it's about a former Yakuza guy back in the day. Uh, and he does story Japanese storytelling. This is a thing I joke about all the time. Anime. I'll make anime about anything. Tennis, basketball, uh, cooking, swimming, and this one's storytelling. It'd be cool if it was like an anthology, just telling stories, and then uh, they all have like a Black Mirror kind of ending. Oh, this one's boring as fuck. I don't know why it's so famous. It's called the Ancient Magus Bride. So you got our world and some fantasy land and this girl sells herself to be a slave and this dude marries her or buys her and teach her how to be a mage of some sort. And I tried to watch like three, four episodes. It was very boring. For some reason, people are all about it. Let me see if I can uh, see if we can sum it up. From the outside, it's a weird pair, a lonely human girl, and a powerful mage with an animal skull for a head. But the ancient Magus Bride slowly and carefully develops their relationship in an enchanting, sometimes haunting story of magic, hope, and belonging. God, that is a terrible... Ugh. But people like it, though. What's going on, man? Anime used to be tight. You had, you had Full Metal Alchemist. You had the Subasa Chronicles. You had the Dragon Ball Super, Escaflone. Uh, Gundam. Well, Gundam's in there. Never mind. But yeah, it's good shit. Now, fucking this crap. It's everywhere. What's this one? March comes in like a lion. Oh, God. Uh, Ray Kiriyama, a 17-year-old shogi pro. Under that's like a game. Under pressure, adopt a family. <sighs> Looks like a slice of a life anime. What that means is, um, it's believe it or not, anime is cartoon, right? And um, rather than having like a show like Friends or something like that, they'll come up with anime. That's it. Nothing, nothing special. Just cartoons drawn to have a boring life. Made in the Abyss is number three. What the f what the fuck? Jesus, really? Twenty seventeen. Made in the Abyss. What is this about? In the city of Orth, cave raiders are brave enough to descend the abyss in search of ancient relics. It's about a twelve year old. So if you're into anime where the hero's a twelve year old looking for shit, that's that's anime for you. Made in the Abyss. I am sorry, everybody. A lot of this is shit. I am not down for a lot of this anime. Ugh. A lot of people like this anime. I don't know why. Your name is a tale of star-crossed lovers. Maybe I'm not an anime fan, fan anymore. I really thought I was an anime fan. But 
here you here you got this anime I've never heard of, and I well I I mean I heard of I heard people liking it. What about there's like other anime that I watched that was pretty good, and yet this is this is the cream of the crop. Uh, well I don't care about that anime. I don't even care. Number one, My Hero Academia season six. Now see I don't know why that's number one, but it is in the top ten. This My Hero Academia is a great anime. I recommend people watching it. It's as if <clears throat> Dragon Ball, Naruto, Bleach, all those shows were practiced for this anime to come out. And it's cool because it world builds. That's my favorite kind of anime. And uh, has, you know where they you have a world, a set of rules, and that's about it. You know you can have people breaking them and everything, but world build. That's what they got. So. It's about this one kid. It's always a kid, right? And he uh, he wants to be a hero. So the whole world has heroes doing cool things and helping out. And it's because people are bo- some people or most people are born with these things called quirks. And what the quirk is is like a special power. You know, some people can like have tape coming out of their hands or their elbows, and that's a thing. And some people they can uh, shoot fire. Some people shoot ice. Things like that. But most of the most of the quirks are pretty stupid. Like I don't know. This some are pretty cool. Like one guy turns to steel. Another guy turns to stone. That was kind of weird. So my hero academia is about this one kid. He has no quirk, of course, right? It's no special skills, and he wants to be like this one hero, All Might. That's his name, and he's like the best hero of all the heroes, and he wants to be just like him. And as it turns out, you know, in one chance encounter, he meets up with All Might and does like this heroic thing. And All Might is like, man, you're pretty badass. I'm going to pass on my power to you. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, cool. And uh, to to get him ready for it, he, this is season one, he gets him working out quite a bit. And as it turns out, All Might is super strong. That's his thing. He's super strong and fast. That's, that's the only thing. And... Um, uh, he's got this power called the all for one or one for all one for all that's it and what it is is everyone before him passes on their power to to the next person you know so you have to ingest it so he had to eat some uh hair or something like that from the guy or sperm no just hair <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh he eats a piece of his hair so he has to work out the reason why is because when he eats the hair the power of all might uh, is too powerful, but he doesn't know that. So if he throws a punch, um, as powerful as it is, his body can't handle that punch. It literally breaks. Like he he goes to destroy this one robot <clears throat> in his first go at it because he has to go to this academy, the Hero Academia. So he's trying to be a hero. So he's in a class with a bunch of people, and they're training. And he th- he destroys this robot. And everyone's like, "What the fuck? Whoa, crazy!" But he breaks every bone in his body. They heal him up with some super quirk, you know, healing peel. This lady who has to lick you and that heals you, and um, that's his thing. Yeah, every time he like uses his power, uh, it's just too much. And throughout the first season, it's him learning how to use his power limited. Like, it, he's just too powerful, so he has to like, like constantly work out and then use like a reduced version of his power. Eventually, he gets a hold of it, so he's not like super strong, but. He's using like maybe a half a percent of his power, and he's like destroying cars and shit. And that's that's his arc. But meanwhile, you have all these other characters, and they're all trying to learn how to become a hero too. You know, they have their own thing. There's a lot of character development between each character. You know, and then um, 
that's it you know <laughs> and uh you just he's trying to be a hero and then there's scenarios for that and uh they're all trying to get better they even have their own little like it's like naruto had a tune in exam they even have their own like version of that where they have to like fight and each other and then they have to fight their teachers and there's one where, and then a, a real bad guy comes after like the first season the second season a bad guy comes out and he finally like he's about to he's like a bad bad guy he fucks people up that's his thing he kills people and shit gets real like the first season's about building up the world the second season which was this last year which is number one i guess game spot is like it's demonstrating like how violent the world can get you know and these heroes are kids man they're all trying to save and help people they do pretty good but uh it's a pretty good anime i strongly recommend that that and assassin see assassin's classroom did the same thing something similar to that you know build up these characters and then there you go i would recommend watching assassin's classroom that anime begins and ends and that's good one of these animes the hero academia they're these are the kind of anime that don't end they just keep going and so hopefully it keeps going and it ends well unlike bleach bleach kind of just did not end well and neither did naruto naruto ugh, great show took too long to end full metal alchemist that's a good one i mean it ends and it's good there's 50 episodes good stuff uh i think um Subasa Chronicles, that, that's one of those animes I could have kept on going. I wish it oh man, it had a lot of good parts in it. Let's see here. What's another good anime? Dragon Ball Super is pretty good. They reinvented it almost. You know, it's pretty cool. Deep in it. Love Vegeta. I wish Vegeta would be cool one day, just one day. That's just the ramblings of a nerd. I'm, I'm big into anime. I like anime. I don't know why people don't like the same things I do. Get some unique. I guess that's why this is a podcast for me, as well as for you. That being said, everybody, I didn't really go on a tangent about how everyone should be better, but I have to say, always try to understand the perspective of a person, even if it hurts you to understand it, you know, because you're always learning something. Whatever the fuck they're spouting off, you're going to learn something you didn't know, whether it be minute or grandiose, who knows. But at the end of whatever the fuck they're saying... Maybe then you can hold judgment. But don't stick to your guns. Don't just be stubborn and be like, whatever he says, I'm just going to turn it back around him. How do I turn it back around him? So always try to be a better person than you were tomorrow or yesterday. You know, that tomorrow person. Yeah, that's an ideology, right? The person you want to be tomorrow is always a better version of yourself, isn't it? You're like, yeah, man, tomorrow I'm going to work out. Tomorrow I'm going to do this. Tomorrow I'm going to do that. And then you don't do it because it becomes today. So always try to be the be person better than yesterday. At least you could do that. All right? And um, you never know. Stay frosty, everyone. Hey, it's the devil and the devil is.